0: Today's guest grew up in the American state of Georgia and for nine years he played football at high school and then a Division I collegiate level. Apparently, according to my Netflix research, D1 is a big deal in the States. After graduating with a bachelor's degree in communication and media studies, he lived abroad and taught in China where he was arrested, detained for 14 days and then deported. He has written a book about his experience titled 14 Days in Beijing. Episode 42, Chancellor Jackson. Welcome to One Moment, Please, the podcast where our guests take a moment to tell their stories of how they've overcome adversity to achieve success, and you take a moment to tune in, to bring on the inspiration. If you're
1: ready, let's
0: launch into it. Let's get it. Thanks for coming on.
1: Hey, I appreciate you for having me. For real, for real.
0: Now, I know that you're... A Chancellor Jackson is your full name, but can I call you Chance because I'm an Aussie and we're oh, yeah, short and yeah, everything. For sure. That's my biggest okay. nickname.
1: Everybody call me that. So. Chance. Yep.
0: Is it Chance or Chance? Because I would say Chance.
1: I mean, that's just based on where you at. That's how y'all pronounce it. <laughs> y'all pronounce your A's with the R. So, it's like, that's A. Hey, work your one with it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's different everywhere you go. So, it's like, it's still the same. <laughs> it's just different. Tomato, tomato. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: Well, it's tomato, just to be clear.
1: (laughs) It's tomato, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: So you have written and self-published a book, which I have not yet read, but I am fascinated to hear about. And it's about your time when you went over to China. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's called uh, 14 Days. And it is about the time that you were incarcerated in China. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> so how, did, how did this how did this all come about? How did you end up in China in the first place?
1: So I graduated from college, uh from Stetson University, St. Florida, in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no job lined up after I graduated. So I came back home. I'm just Ubering, you know what I'm saying? Yep. What did you Hustle study? A, uh communication and media studies. Okay. I got my degree in communication and media studies. And of course I I, I wasn't Uh, one of those, I'm not a procrastinator so I wasn't waiting to the last minute to try to find a job, I was applying because I played uh, football as well American football while I was in college (laughs) so after my last season ended in November 2017 I started applying for jobs then for eight months straight I was applying, getting landed interviews getting flown out all different types of places and nothing, nothing
0: eight months
1: Eight months straight. Just kept getting told, no, 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 no. Did uh, they give you, you know, a reason
0: why? That's a uh, long time to be looking and...
1: <clears> this <throat> It was the same reasons I kept getting. Oh, it's the the amount of... Uh, you don't got the experience or... Mm. That's really what they kept hearing me is the experience, the experience. It was like, y'all knew that before y'all even...
0: Flew me out here. Exactly, I'm a y'all knew yeah. that. So
1: it's like... But honestly, I feel like it was um, just because of my image. Honestly, my image. Your image. And that's what. My image, yeah, because at that point I had dreads. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm applying for straight corporate America positions, like these corporate positions. I'm applying for sales, right. market. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm gonna be in that field, so I guess I don't know. Just man, being a person of of color, and you have locks, and you know what I'm saying. It's just a stigma that you know what I'm saying. But we were have. you turning
0: up in a suit though?
1: Yeah, all of that, all of that. Well, then and maybe
0: maybe it was just the the lack of experience. Maybe you know, straight. they do the same thing in Australia. They they advertise for a graduate position and they want 10 years experience and they want to pay a grad rate, right, you know, <laughs> like it's everywhere. <laughs>
1: like come on. But for eight months straight, I was just applying, 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 kept getting told no, kept getting told no. And then one day I'm on LinkedIn job searching. Yeah. Yep. And my strategy was at that point in time uh, was I go to the you know what I'm saying a search engine. <clears throat> I wouldn't put in nothing. I just hit search. And bring up every job, listing that is available. <laughs> whatever they, got, whatever is out there, whatever I, I see, look at that whole list, and I just go through that whole list and see what I feel like I could do, even if I don't have the skill set to do it. You know, what I'm saying I'm a, I'm a fast learner, I'm a hard worker. I'll be yeah. able to pick it up for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, so I was doing that, and I seen I ain't never noticed it before, but it was a button. It was like, um, international. Or domestic, like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, hmm, international. I'm like, I didn't even think to look outside of the U.S. I clicked on it, looking at the the list of jobs, and I seen, ah, teach English in China. Hmm. <laughs> teach English in China. Oh, I, I look, you see what the requirements. So it was on the three requirements they had. You got a clean background. Yep. You have a college degree, a bachelor's.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're a native English speaker. Mm-hmm. I see me that. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all. <laughs> oh, but okay. How do you apply? All you got to do is submit a resume. I said, submit a resume. It takes literally. That's a button. Two clicks. Boom, boom. Yeah, that's two clicks. So I said, oh, bad. That's I'm. I'm looking at the, the job description. I'm like, okay, this sounds dope. What? Try I, I apply. I see what it's talking about. I apply, and I just kept going on about my. You know, what I'm saying my uh, my little regimen. Uh, some days had passed, and heard back from the company I applied for and uh, we set up an interview. We interviewed and, you know saying I'm saying, some, more, some days have passed, they called me back, they were like, hey, um, I talked with my colleagues and uh, we liked what you had to offer, da 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 So, I, the, the spiel she gave me, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, y'all finna tell me no. I, I'm sorry, I done heard this spiel before. heard so before, I like, yeah. Just come on with it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we want to move forward with you as a candidate. I'm like, Shh. <laughs> and it's like everything just paused. I'm just like, dang. The first job to tell me it's eight months of applying. It's on the other side of the world. The first job to tell me it's on the other side of the world. It's no if ands or buts about it. That's where I'm supposed to be. That's where I'm going. <laughs> it was it was no if ands or buts about it. So that's how I, and I had three options. They was like you can choose um Beijing, Shanghai, which is in China as well, mm. or um Indonesia, Bali, Indonesia at that time i'm like i don't know they Nothing were doing about.
0: the chinese company was doing jobs in indonesia
1: well it's because it's called english first ef
0: right okay. or education
1: first you know what i'm saying so they they all over the globe they okay. all over the globe they yeah they all they, they this would be a very very big company um but yeah those were the three locations that they were like hiring for immediately mm-hmm. so i'm like I originally chose Shanghai just because I'm like that's the, the city city of China like it, you know it's big so yeah, I'm from Atlanta so I'm like I need a city I can't be on the countryside and no, I ain't you know what I'm saying I ain't cut from that club. so um, I chose Shanghai originally and she was like okay if you go to Shanghai we won't pay for your flight if you choose Beijing we'll pay for it so I'm like oh you should you should you should you should have stayed why you did should've...
0: they say that though that's weird.
1: I guess because they needed, it was more high demand in Beijing than oh, okay, in Shanghai. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, okay, you can choose Shanghai, but hey, you got to come out your pocket. You know what I'm saying? You want to get over there? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you should have said that from the jump. Beijing it is. You ain't said nothing but a word. It's up to Beijing. And that's how I ended up out there. I landed in Beijing October 10th, 2018. Mm-hmm. I was out there for six months teaching English to children as young as three years old, all the way up to 14. Um, and it was, I loved it. I, teaching was nothing that I, like I said, my degree was in communication and media studies. So yeah. the fact that I'm sitting here teaching and you couldn't tell, and I'm a former student athlete. You couldn't see, you couldn't pay me to see you know what I'm saying. Like you, are going to be a teacher. <laughs> nah, but you, you tripping. <laughs> you could, I wouldn't have never thought I'd be teaching, but just me naturally, in my spirit. I'm a leader. Uh, folks call me a preacher. See what I'm saying? I'm always lecturing and preaching to folks. So, you know what I'm saying? I have the skill sets for sure to um, carry the position. So uh, you know what I'm saying, I just fit in, I fell into it naturally. And then of course my energy and my spirit is unmatched, so the kids definitely love me. Yeah, yeah. and I'm great with kids. Yeah. So it it's also your
0: swagger though. You got a good energy. Yeah. Good you know, I'm from Atlanta, you know
1: what I mean? You gotta you gotta be able to <laughs> Well
0: you time, man. I'm sitting in Australia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> gotta be able to work in one, man. I said, Atlanta, Atlanta we're city finesse. We're gonna teach you how to you know what I'm saying? Work your one and you'd be able you you're adaptable. Mm. You from Atlanta you are adaptable. You can adapt to anything, so yeah.
0: You mentioned that you didn't couldn't ever imagine you going and being a, a teacher because you were an athlete at mm-hmm. school. Was that yep. your main purpose of going to uni and stuff to be an athlete and facts. try and get into the NFL? Facts. Yeah, okay.
1: And that's that's how I know you from Australia. You said uni. <laughs> you what do you guys uni. call it? S- school, college. <laughs> 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 you say uni. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. I know university, you university. Yeah, know, uni. Yeah, on me. Yeah, I know that's how I'm like. Oh, yeah, she she she's from someplace else. That's how I, you definitely. I'm is. not
0: lying. I am sitting in Australia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, thanks. Authentic. Authentic. But yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I only went to school. I only went to college just cause, just to play football. You know what I'm saying? Then yeah. folks ask. I never forget. I went on a visit, academic visit. They asked me. They was like, "Hey, what do you want to major in? Like, what do you want to like?" That's what they said. What do you want to major in? Yeah. I said, "What do you What are you talking about? What do you mean? I'm looking at these folks crazy. Like, what do you mean major? What are you talking about? It's so like, you you, you study? weren't
0: focused on the the studies at
1: all. What school football. was it? Stetson University is
0: that S- is that a division one school yeah D1 AA okay mm-hmm. yeah right.
1: but it's a small private school okay small private, like, you should just be impressed
0: have. that I know that it's a, like the difference between a D- nah, D1 like, and... I
1: was but I, I wasn't gonna say nothing I'm like <laughs> okay she, she clearly knows what she's talking about you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like first... I watched
0: a couple of Netflix <laughs> you know. what was the Netflix show yeah. about the yeah
1: <laughs> hey, she, hey, my husband likes
0: nfl so i'm like okay for sure for you. sure but
1: you're in tune though you're in tune so it's like yeah you'd be surprised <laughs> don't,
0: don't make assumptions it. chance i've got no idea what i'm talking about
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey as long as you acting like yeah. you. that's eight hey, in atlanta finesse finesse hey that's it Act like That's
0: so you were focused on on being an athlete what position did you play
1: uh, defensive back. So I played okay. literally every position in the, def- the defensive back that, that secondary level: corner, back, safety, free safety, and strong safety. All right, and, I'm uh, nickel back for those that do know football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I played all of DB, every position in DB. I played it. That's the okay. only position I played my entire career.
0: Alright, I'm just gonna say okay, like I know what you've just said these you know, I'm, okay. already but, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm already knowing So you're so you focused on the more the NFL. So when you graduated that obviously didn't eventuate and you ended up applying yeah. for this role in in all other yeah. roles and then this role in yeah. China. Mm-hmm. What was the lead up to jumping on that plane and, and landing in um
1: Beijing.
0: In Beijing, yeah. So
1: China it's a very very for those that don't know China is a very 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 strict country, yeah, entirely. <laughs> you can't just hop on no plane and just fly to China. It don't work like that. no yeah. you need a visa if you even if you're just visiting, you need a visa.
0: Well, hang on a minute, let me just let me just catch most countries you do need a visa to go visit. But with
1: China, it's a three month it's a three month long process to get that visa. Yeah, and not only do just you got to get a letter of recommendation from somebody that's already there. Yeah, it's like it's somebody has to write. Str- it's a strict. Yeah, like yeah. you got to like I had to write because my mama she came and visited me twice. The first time she came to visit me, we was turned up. We what well, we lived our best life. The second time she came out is because I was locked up. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was still a three month long process for her. You know what I'm saying? She was originally when I flew out. First time, she was going to fly with me, but we didn't know that, you know what I'm saying, she needed all her paperwork and the visas and all of that. So, like, she got to the airport. They was like, what are you doing? (laughs) She's like, yeah, I bought my ticket No, you ain't got no visa. I'm so sorry. I don't know what to tell you. We can't let you on this flight. So, it's like, it's strict like that. Like, you can't even visit. You got to apply to visit. It's that strict. I think,
0: um... I think when we flew through <clears throat> on a holiday we through flew through Thailand I think it was in a stopover we had to get a transit visa just to get off in the airport and change mm. planes. I'm just so telling. Yeah, so some countries are I don't know how strict we are but I know that obviously with the America we've got a relationship with America yeah. so I think it's a bit different because we're yeah. allies but um it's certainly yeah. a different kettle of fish in some countries. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, me yeah so it was it was a three month long process, so within the time of I had to get my degree and um uh, background I had to get a background check all this notarized and take it to the Chinese consulate they gotta send it to China to get approved, then they gotta come back and you know what I'm saying within the, that whole process it took it, it's three months long to palava. Um, yeah, so. And once all that was said and done, it's a uh, green light now. Now you can just, you know, now you can just book a flight and just come on over. <laughs> so, my, uh, they bought me. You know what I'm saying they paid for my flight to Beijing. So I was, uh, I left on October 10th and touched down in China. I think October 11th. Yeah, October 11th. And <clears throat> it was still a process. I mean, I, I lived in a completely different state you know what i'm saying grew up in georgia went to college in florida so I, I i've been in a different atmosphere a different uh field or just a different land in comparison to where i'm from but this is to, you know what i'm saying china was to the, it's a
0: different culture completely man
1: this is yeah. it's literally a different world mm. this is a whole different world we in now it's still life as you know it but it's drastically different Mm. People be th- like, damn, what, like, what was China like? I'm not like, China was fun, but you think about the most simplest shit you can do where you're from, but think about doing that someplace that's completely taboo.
0: Mm.
1: And I'm talking about going to the grocery store, going to the bank, like these. Everything is an adventure because one, I can. I, I started. I was studying Chinese uh, Mandarin before I left, but I wasn't fluent in it. I can sit there and have basic, basic, basic dialogue with you. That's it, and I can work my one and get get what I need, and you know what i'm saying that's that's as far as my knowledge went with it, so I don't really speak the language like that and I'm a man of color, <laughs> and i have at that point in time i had I had locks, so it's just like, oh man, everything's an adventure. our eyes are on me, <laughs> no matter where I go <laughs> you know what I'm saying' it's, everything was an adventure it was it was fun, honestly because I'm a Sagittarius too, so um we're just um spontaneous and you know what i'm saying we like to travel and all of that you know, what i'm saying we like our freedom so that was just china was just just everything so, uh, what i could have wanted out of landing the first job after i graduated i'm um, doing something extravagant i'll actually like it you know what i'm saying and every day is an adventure every day is an adventure
0: i'll have to explain to the <clears> listeners <throat> you obviously can't see chance and he was inferring in that conversation that everyone was staring at him because he was a foreigner basically mm-hmm. but i i think that that's any country that you go where it's obvious that you're a foreigner Facts, you know like it's Facts. yeah and
1: yeah. it's uh, and people here in america america we america's a melting pot everybody from around the world moves to america so if you're born in america all you know is just you know what i'm saying <clears throat> the vibrations of that land mm-hmm. so it's not too many of us that actually get to be the foreigner. We see foreigners, you know what I'm saying, go to school with foreigners, all it is that and the other, but actually to become it, it's completely different. And that's my first time.
0: <clears throat> is it true that a lot of Americans don't travel all that much? Like internationally? Uh, I,
1: can't, I can't speak for everybody that's an American, but for people of colour, my people, we don't, a lot of my people don't even go outside the neighbourhood, you know what I'm saying, the cities and the... um the, you know what I'm saying, the real linings of what, where they come from, you know what I'm saying, they really there's no exposure whatsoever and just traveling to America, you can learn a lot, your understanding will grow your perspective will change just within the land that we come from, but outside of these borders oh man, mm-hmm. I, I don't really know too many people that, like I do but I, then it, the number of people that I do know that's been outside of the country and the number of people that I Know that have nots. Yeah, it's drastically different. You know what I'm saying? So it's like,
0: why do you think that that is <clears throat> that the people of color don't travel as much? Finances. It's
1: purely social
0: economic. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it's traveling
1: not. isn't cheap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then a lot of people are close minded as well. Close minded, but I can't fault you for being close minded because you grew up knowing one thing, learning one thing. All you know is one thing. You know what I'm saying? Product of all your you, environment exactly. So it's yeah. just like why you not even think you're not even on that type of time you're not hey, that's not well that's neither here nor there
0: then what made you if that's sort of true of the and we're talking in generalizations here that's not yeah, obviously for, sure, for, sure. for everybody but why do you think that you broke that mold then that you were willing to go to I mean you sure. couldn't get much more culturally um juxtaposed to America Mm. compared, you know, to what China is. So what made you want to sort of go to such a different, or be even open-minded to click on that international button on LinkedIn?
1: I was raised by a terrific woman, a very, I was raised by a God. Let me, let me rephrase. I was raised by a God. So me and my mother are very similar. We're both Sagittarius. Are you an only child? No, I got uh, four other siblings. But okay. I only grew up with one. And um, <clears throat> my mother, she's a Sagittarius just like me. She's a free spirit. She's from Tennessee, a small town in Tennessee. Small, small town. So for her to lead, you know what I'm saying? And vast majority of her siblings are still in Tennessee. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like for her to venture off and, you know what I'm saying, come to Atlanta and start life all over again or just start something new. It's like, man, it takes a strong spirit, especially from a, you know, what I'm saying someone that comes from such a very small town. There's not much to do, talk and listen. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't really too much going on. Not a lot of opportunities. None of that. So, when you come from an environment like that, you gotta make, you gotta make something shape. Yeah. And my mama's just cut from that cloth. So,
0: <clears throat>
1: and she, my mama's she she traveled so much when we was growing up. Like, we went to, like us together. I've been on three different cruises with my mama. Um, I've been to London about twice with my mom. Um, and that's probably in China. They're the only three places outside the U.S. that I've been with my mom, My mama done been to so many different countries. It's crazy. I'm like, I got to catch up. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get like you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, she's just always been just, you know what I'm saying, that nomad. So, you know what I'm saying, with me coming up behind her, you know what I'm saying, and me and her are very similar in nature and dynamic, so it's like, oh yeah, that's why I get it from. That's why I get it from thinking outside the box. Oh yeah, that's why I went. I went to school in Florida. I went to, it's a whole completely different state. My brother, my look, my youngest brother that I grew up with, he went to school in California. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and it hit, my younger brother, he's uh, he's half African. His daddy's from uh, East Africa, Somalia, Djibouti to be specific. Those that are in tune with Djibouti and the geographics of uh, the motherland, you know what I'm saying? So, and and then in addition to that, you know what I'm saying, my brother being half African and, you know what I'm saying, his father being in the picture, because we both got different dads. So his father being in the picture, I'm getting exposed to their culture and their goabouts and everything. So it's, I've always been worldly, you know what I'm saying? Everything about me has been worldly. It's just seeds have been planted as I grew up and, once some things started sprouting, once some seeds started to sprout, oh man, it was over with. <laughs> it's it over with awesome. <laughs> so you
0: landed in America. Sorry, you landed in China rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're there for six months teaching, loving it. What's the reality of what an everyday in the classroom looks like?
1: So <clears throat> it depends on what day of the week it is. So I didn't work in the actual school system in China. The school system in China is still Monday. I would in America, our schools' uh, schedule is Monday through Friday. Yeah, and China is the same. So when them kids is not in school, they're doing them kids have twelve. China's so different. Them folks have twelve-hour days. Everybody. They in America, our regular work, like our average shift, is eight hours. Yeah, their shift in China is twelve. So them kids, yeah. and then where I lived, I lived in the east side of Beijing, Qingnanlu. Um, so it's the business district. So I'm in, the, I'm in the community with folks that got money on top of that. So it's like, oh yeah, these, but these kids have 12 hour days when they not in school, school, like the school they required to go to, or oh, they are in something extracurricular for the rest of the day. Whether it be you studying a different language, you playing a sport, an instrument, whatever <laughs> you're doing, like, you ain't know, you know, it's just, oh, I go to school and I come home and watch TV all day. No. Very <laughs> no, academically focused. That's, yeah, that's not that, no, that's not the case. So um when they do come to us, um our uh it depends on like our weekends. So since I worked for a company, we're a training center, when school isn't actually in, that's when we're the busiest. So during the week, school is out, what, three, four o'clock? So, from 3, 4 o'clock down, oh, yeah, we jumping. That's because, you know what I'm saying, these kids, it's like after school program. You feel me? On the weekends, ain't no school on the weekends. So, guess what? all them kids at? Oh, they're my busiest days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, that's my schedule Um, was uh Monday, Tuesday. I had Wednesday and Thursday off, then Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, my okay. weekends were Wednesday and Thursday. And, um just a typical day in the classroom man and i write about this in the story of the 14 days as well um but you come in the students come in all each class is about an hour long unless it's um on the weekend and it's the higher higher level learners they'll go for two hours everybody else is just one hour Mm. so we come in um warm up um review the previous lesson going to the new lesson you know what I'm saying? Introducing the vocabulary words, just introducing them. Now we uh, apply. Now, okay, let's play some games using the words we just went over. You know what I'm saying? Y'all practice using it amongst each other. And now, oh, let's do some book work. Let's open up our textbooks. Let's do some book work. Even more, now we're focusing on writing and reading the words after we just learned them. And then, one more review. So just go over everything we've covered today, and then we close it out and we send the folks and send the children back off to their parents and then next load come in and <laughs> we do the same thing okay. all over again, yep, and it's all awesome. I would and that's imagine a- that's a very
0: disciplined classroom they're very probably very obedient and. <laughs>
1: right, look 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 i thought the same thing i'm like oh what i'm gonna be teaching kids in china i'm like oh yeah china them folks don't play
0: it them, them kids, yes, don't, uh, kids are
1: kids a... are kids no matter where you go that's no interesting
0: what, so they were still a bit rowdy and
1: no matter what face of the earth you are in but kids are kids
0: i love kids that. are
1: kids you know what i'm saying so i'm like okay I'm thinking, y'all. <laughs> I'm thinking, y'all gonna be just you know, nah. But these jokers, this jokers in here acting up. Well, I remember I had a fight break out in my class one time, and I, that was that was the last thing I was expecting to happen. It happened so fast, it took me a minute to react. Especially from where I'm from, with fight break out in school, we watch it, we record it, and things, So now it's like he <laughs> putting best on. He's gonna
0: win exactly. So I'm sitting
1: there <laughs> watching. I'm like, hey, these jokers really getting down. And
0: you're like, hang on, this is my responsibility. I like, oh, wait, wait,
1: wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm having to snap back into reality. I'm like, oh, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, chill, 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 chill. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a... <laughs> like, uh, man, it was the kids, and yeah, man, the kids, the kids were amazing. That's that's one aspect of China that I miss a lot, just the kids. Man, just connecting with young spirits is so innocent and literally impressionable. Like they absorb everything they're just learning at this point in the time in their life everything so it's like for you to have, uh, be in a position to actually pour into a child a young spirit it's like man it's everything for me because like shh. those that poured into me is you know what i'm saying the part of the reason why i am the way that i am so i'm like I can, i'm gonna take the same you know what I'm saying game that was given to me i'm definitely pouring into y'all and ten times old you know what i'm saying especially where we had in our day and lives with this Rules everything, so it's just like being able to. Chance is
0: lifting up his phone.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah! I lift up yeah, I lift up my phone. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, <laughs> the kids nowadays, phones, tablets, iPads, whatever. Um, so being a millennial, somebody that grew up as technology advanced, and but so I, I I'm, I'm a good middleman. Honestly, I ain't too far off. You know what I'm saying? I was one like I grew up without it. Now it's just. This technology is taken off, and i grew up with it. And now, you know what I'm saying, kids nowadays, oh, technology is everything. That's a part of our regular life. So it's like, oh, yeah, just being able to, you know what I'm saying, to relate and tap, you know what I'm saying, just being able to connect a little bit more just because of my age difference and how I came up and all of that was, you know what I'm saying, made all my relationships with my students just harmonious.
0: So where did it all go wrong?
1: <laughs> where'd it all go wrong uh smoking weed <laughs> that's where right. it all went wrong
0: i oh, just let you know when you wrong. when you're tapping on the table it's coming through the your mic so just be aware mm. if you're tapping on the table and stuff so so hang on let's let me re-ask the question yeah. where did it all go wrong
1: <laughs> smoking weed that's where it all went wrong
0: so you were smoking over there in china
1: I was high within my first five days in China.
0: Oh, my goodness. And it, but their, drug like, laws are, their drug laws are really strict over there, though.
1: It wasn't like I was looking for it. I didn't even think it was going to be existing. I'm like, because exactly. I'm like, they're so strict. You're not even going to be able to find it. Psh, whew, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. I'm like, I wasn't even looking for it. I swear. Like, Damn. But it's don't only, they drug
0: test you when you're a student? Like, wouldn't you have avoided all of that because you're an athlete?
1: With, well, yeah, in college and all that for sure. But here they ain't drug test. They, none of that. <laughs> they ain't they, what that one part of the requirements. <laughs> are they the requirements. like?
0: Are they like? Um, I know that Malaysia. I'm not sure about sure about Singapore, but I'm pretty sure that Malaysia's got the death penalty for drugs. Does China?
1: No, 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 no. Well. Don't quote me on this. I'm I'm not accurate. If you're if you're a supplier, now your consequences would be drastically different <laughs> versus just somebody that's just using. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but you know what I'm saying. I was just using it. I, 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 we'll go to work, teach all. You know what I'm saying? Go throughout our whole day, teach all that. Come back home. Me and my roommate will cook, eat, smoke, watch a movie, go to bed, and do the same thing the next. You know what I'm saying? All over again. Is that it? Went. That's all we was doing. at That. that Flower has such a, such a, such a stigma behind it. You know what I'm saying? And it's very negative. Um, like I said, we go to work, come home. It's like somebody come home and drink. You know what I'm saying? We just smoking, chilling, vibing, watch a little movie. We go to bed, we wake up do the whole next thing, Same thing all over again the next day. You know what I'm saying? That was just our regimen, you know what I'm saying? And then to partake in the flower and a whole con- different part of the world. Oh, man, I'm high as hell. Now I can go explore China. Oh, man, this shit is lit. <laughs> this is lit. What? Are you serious? Man, the best geek adventures. Going to the art district. Ooh, the art district in Beijing. Faded. Amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, it was, it was It was very, going to Great Wall. It was just anything and everything. It was, it was a vibe. It was a vibe.
0: So... How did it go from you smoking to you being arrested?
1: And that's where uh, the biggest one of the biggest parts of my story 14 Days of Beijing, that's like the biggest mystery because it's like you read 14 Days of Beijing it's about my last 14 days in China. So my I was at, like I was in China I landed in China in October 2018, I got locked up April 4th, 2019. So I was only out there for 6
0: months. So, what happened? What did you get a knock on the door? Like, what happened?
1: So, the company I work for, they do team builder events every month, Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. a long list of them. You supply, you get it. You know what I'm saying? So, I was finna get ready to go. You know, they got Chinese fans. Mm -hmm. So, I was finna go to an event. We're painting, customizing our own fans.
0: Okay. And uh, Chance is talking like the handheld fans that you fan yourself with when you're hot. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: I'm finna. Go to that event. I'm gonna paint my Nipsey Hussle. Had just died. On for those that don't know who Nipsey Hussle is, he's a rapper from South Central, Los Angeles, California. Um, self-made, independent, um, uh, uh, a real mogul for real, for real, and a big inspiration <clears throat> for me. So I was, and he had just passed away. So I was gonna, de- I was gonna designate my uh my fan to him. I was gonna create a whole just mural for him. So I was, I went to the gym. Came back from the gym, working out, I mean, uh, I'm cooking, eating, and then after I got done eating, now I'm finna pre-game. know what I'm saying? I'm finna get ready to slide to the event. I'm gonna get a little faded first. So I'll, I'm sipping a little wine cooler, smoking my herb, at my little pipe, listening to the music, just vibing out, just powering to myself. And, alright, uh, I finished smoking, alright, time to slide now, time to go. Make sure I'm getting everything together, here, at the door. The hell is that yeah you know <laughs> One like who the hell is that you know what I'm guess isn't guess weren't unfamiliar but i'm like i wasn't expecting nobody so I'm like, who is this look through the people it's three officers from the beijing police i said Ooh. <laughs> did you try to
0: flush everything before they
1: crazy enough this wasn't the first time the police have showed up to our door
0: Hang on, you completely missed that first part of the story that they showed up previously.
1: I mean, because I mean, it, it, that's because I have to tell the first part first. Then let me come back because it's okay. like you think, okay, you twelve at the door, no flush, da, da. but da. Well, no, that's I wasn't thinking like that because this wasn't the first time they didn't show up at our door, especially right. any foreigner. I had uh, co-workers like any foreigner in China like twelve would just show up at your door randomly. Just mm. see if you are who you say you are. You're not no illegal immigrant. That's really mm. what they checking for. So when they came in January, they came late at night, you know what I'm saying? And they just stayed at the door. They didn't come in, none of that. We just want to check your paperwork. With, I had a co-worker, same thing happened to him. Say that the door. you just want to check your paperwork. Make sure you say you are who you say you yeah, are. Yeah, but when you're All opening
0: you- up, You've just, you've just smoked. So when you open the door, there's going to be a cloud of...
1: Well, Of course, we crossing our T's and we dotting our eyes. You know what I'm saying? Right. I ain't just... You know what I'm saying? Oh, we got the incense burning, da, da 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 So it's like... And now I'm smoking Not out your Not your first pipe. rodeo. Yeah, come on now. I'm from Atlanta. <laughs> Finesse. <laughs> Finesse. Come on. I'm from Atlanta. I know how to work my one. So it's like I ain't just out there just being, you know what I'm saying, loose with it. But, you know what I'm saying? So they came, they came in January. They just want to check up, pep work. That's all, and that's all it was. So I'm thinking, okay, they do it more than once. That's what I'm. That's the impression I'm under. Yeah. Cause it's like it's no reason for y'all to be at my door. No yeah. reason whatsoever.
0: <laughs> no
1: reason. So I put everything up. Do do. Hide my cannabis. have my flower. Um. Open the door. And they come. They walk straight in. I'm, when when they walk straight in, I'm like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. y'all, yeah, <laughs> wait a minute, y'all ain't do that. You know what I'm saying? They just walk straight in officer that i'm face to face with he's speaking to me in china in mandarin i'm looking at him crazy because i can't speak that shit for real so i'm just like playing the fool okay he's clear that it's a language barrier so he pulls out his phone he goes to his translator app speaks into it and shows me the reading and it said it asked me are you on drugs of course, I'm playing. F- I'm from Atlanta. I'm, hey, no, nah, y'all tripping. No, 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 no. You tripping? Nah, nah. <laughs> passport? You want to see my passport? For sure. That's what I'm like. That's what y'all clearly here for. Yeah. Let's keep it like that. You know what I'm saying? Passport? I, I'll go get my passport. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what y'all talking about. But i am finna go get my passport. So i go get my passport and all my apartment contract and all of that. Bring it up to the uh, living room. Um, They looking over it. The rest of the officers. And... It, Everything that I'm describing right now is all chapter one in the book. So, and it's in very, it's in much more detail within the book as well. I'm just giving y'all a gist yeah. of it. Um, So, yeah, the other, so it's the other two officers. One officer that I'm, I originally spoke to, he's looking over my documents. Every, the other two officers, they just gently scanning the apartment. Like, they ain't really like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't no search warrant or nothing like that. They just walking around, just, you know what I'm saying? Just looking. You can tell they looking, you know what I'm saying? And Steady asked me, okay, are you on drugs? You know what I'm saying? Are there drugs in the house? I'm like, nah, nah, nah. And then they tell me to sit down at my, um, the dining room table. So they tell me to sit down. So I sit down, and a few minutes pass, and I hear some steps coming from down the hall because the front door is still open. They ain't closed the door. So I hear some steps coming from down the hall. I look, lean back and look like, who was that? It's another officer coming. He got something white in his hand. I'm, like, right, I'm still there. I'm, I'm just going, you know what I'm saying? Just playing it cool, playing it cool. The officer coming into the apartment. He hands the object he had in his hand to the officer that I was originally speaking to. And the one I was originally speaking to gestured, you know what I'm saying? He gestured, like, pee in the cup. So it was a drug test right on the spot. And as soon as I seen that, I was like, Ooh. Ooh, I'm like, it's over with. It's over with. Over. I'm like, it's over with. I'm what like What are your right,
0: what are your rights as a foreigner in that situation? Because obviously if you're in America, you've got different you know, the constitution, you've got different rights. In Australia, different rights. What are your rights as a foreigner in China?
1: I don't even know if there are any rights. Right. And like when y'all read my story, so they drug tested me. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I failed the drug test, of course. <laughs> so now they really <laughs> ransacking the place. They looking all over. Now they really looking. They stay asking. And at this point in time, another English... Uh, I mean, uh officer comes in, but he can speak English. So I'm talking to him. He entirely... <laughs> like, okay, you failed the drug test. It's clear where you get the weed from. You know what I'm saying? Who's the supplier? That's all he... He wanted to see if I can... If I would give him any information on who the supplier was. Of course, I'm just sitting here playing the fool, line.
0: Well, yeah, because you're, you know
1: i don't just, i'm
0: just
1: trying you know what's hey, going finessing. on you
0: supplier
1: yeah i am finessing <laughs> finessing so
0: you
1: know what i'm saying he steady pressing my line pressing my line about the supplier and where i get the drugs from all of this that and the other and but and every time like he so he'll be like oh so when was the last time you smoked i answer the question and then he'll be like okay are there any drugs in the house no all right uh so who'd you say you was? Who, who was you with when you said you uh smoked and da 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 da? da. So and he was
0: questioning questioning Are there you any in any drugs data. in the
1: house? So he'll ask me something about what you know what I'm saying. Where did I, when was the last time I smoked in regards to that? But he'll after I answer that question he'll always come back. Are there any drugs in the house? No, nah, I ain't no drugs in the house, bro. I just told you that. Why, why you keep asking me that? So we steady going back and forth with it. I'm now, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna play my role until you know what I'm saying I know is I can't no more. So he was like, are you sure, there they, you sure there aren't any drugs in the house in, like, a bag or a container or something? And he said those specific words because that's exactly where I put my, my flour. I, when they came, I put my flour in my—for sh- those that don't know who shea butter is, you'd be surprised. You'll read about it in the story. It's, like, moisturizing for your skin. So I put it in my shea butter container. I put the shea butter container in my backpack, and I put my backpack up underneath my bed. So when he said, "Are you sure there are any drugs in the house in like a tub, or like a container, or, or or something?" I'm just like, "That's very specific for you to ask mm. that." And right then and there, I knew it was over. with. I knew it was over. with. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, y'all know then."
0: Did you find out who dubbed you in?
1: <clears throat> I have, that's still a mystery today. I hope the readers, can, I hope the readers can help me, help me solve because this it, this is a mysterious story. After I got, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They found, it was like, clearly they found the drugs. Okay. So he was like, okay, show. He was like, I was like, yeah, it's, it's drugs in the house. He said, show me. I walked to my room where I hid it. And lo and behold, it was officers standing in there with my shit all on my bed. So I'm like, nigga, what? Y'all, y'all sitting here asking me all these questions? Y'all already knew. You know what I'm saying? They just trying to see if I was going to give them any extra information. No, I ain't going to give you no extra information, but y'all caught me red handed. Hey, you see it, I see it. All right. you know what I'm saying? So. From that point on, I didn't receive no information whatsoever of about what was gonna happen to me, how it was gonna happen, and I wasn't asking no questions either. I'm not talking to y'all, y'all not talking to me. Hey, we gonna From where I'm from, hey, we don't talk to them. You don't them folks. So it's just like, hey, I'm just going <laughs> for the ride. So for fourteen I only did 14 days in Beijing because I'm here to tell y'all about it. And during the course of that, the heat of the moment, I had no clue. I'm just sitting, so, I'm like.
0: Did the, did the, when you went back to the, I'm assuming that they took you back to the police station. What was, what was that processing like? They, did they you take your fingerprints? as it like a oh, standard? Yeah, 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 yeah. So really, they did all
1: that. It's, it's all, hey, for everybody, it's all chapter one. This, like, it's all <laughs> chapter one. Literally, I, like, as soon as you start reading, shit pops off. It ain't no, yeah, we ain't, nah, this shit pops <laughs> off. We get straight to it. But, um, they took me to the local police station, which was probably like, Less than a five minute ride from my part from my apartment, um, and they, I'm they walk me into the little uh waiting room or whatever. It's it's a long line of chairs. They sit me down in the last chair in the corner of the room. I'm still handcuffed, so I'm sitting down in the corner of the room. I got probably about five, six other arrests that next to me. They all Chinese, and across from me, it's nothing but police officers doing desk duty you know what i'm saying the folks is you know what i'm saying doing you know, what I'm saying? at the desk they ain't really yeah. in the field like that so i'm just sitting there i'm high as hell still <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there like so Man, you're really what's... chilled oh yeah because i'm like i, I not as, as, as soon as they as soon as they pull the cuffs out and put the cuffs on i'm like damn this shit's real i'm like i ain't it it was so cool because i'm like damn i'm going in peace i'm not really being belligerent and then y'all asked me before y'all even took me in, like, damn, are you are you finished getting dressed? Is there anything else you need to, you know what I'm saying? Anything else you need to do before we go? I'm like, damn, y'all being considerate. So I'm like, damn, y'all throwing y'all taking the cuffs out for what? So I'm just sitting there handcuffed, high as hell, for about 40, I don't know how long I assume about 40, 30 minutes. And then they come back in, they get me, and we get back in the van. So I'm like, okay, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brought me to the to the to the local jail, had me sit down. 40 minutes now I ain't do shit the whole time I was here now I'm getting back up and we getting back into the van so we get back into the van now we we end up at another police station that was probably about you know what I'm saying 20 minutes away now in this one that's when okay shit I see cubbies for people that you know what I'm saying I see the changing rooms I see the holding cells and now this one this is a bigger this is a bigger uh police station for sure for sure so they had me change and um Put me into the holding cell I mean i't I couldn't even tell you how many people was in that motherfucker. because there was eight of them total four on each side, the first two were uh women, and the rest was just men um really, really the first two on the left were women, every other holding cell the the, the other six of them were straight uh only men um <clears throat> so they walked me to the last one on the left, sent me down and I'm just, I'm still high. I'm just like, man, I don't know what the hell to expect. I don't know what's going to happen. I have no clue what the hell's I, I have no clue, but shit, I'm like, this is going to be a great story to tell whenever I get out this month. <laughs> did,
0: did you find the consulate? The Ooh. U.S. consulate?
1: Shit, I was, hell no, I ain't know nothing about nothing about did, so, Literally. So, did they Literally. come? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure, shit. Sure. That's later. That's later on okay. down the story. I, I'd have been sitting for goddamn over a week <laughs> right. before all that happened. So it was just like, so uh, I'm in holding cell. They come to get me. They take me to the actual interrogation room. Sit me down in this electric ass ch- this chair that looked like an electric chair. This motherfucker. I've blocks. seen
0: those on um. Some YouTube, yeah.
1: This motherfucker locked my ankles, my knees, my thighs, my waist, my chest, and my arms all in one place. I'm just sitting in chair, just like this. Can't move what the damn. Just like this, being a terrified, terrifying. I'm not, but that's the thing. I'm so calm, (laughs) and I think that's (laughs) and I think that's what fucked them up as well. Like, okay, he too calm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so, but I'm still high. That's why I'm like, I'm so high. It's just like. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a movie for me I'm like this is I can't believe this shit is happening right now like I cannot believe this shit is happening but this shit is real like so I'm just taking heed to everything so they interrogated me and by that time I came up with a good story to finesse them with um gave them my story and they transcribed everything had me sign and fingerprint the document that the transcription that they came up with
0: in Chinese and, or in uh, oh it's all, it
1: all, it all Chinese it's tra- all
0: you signed something that was written in Chinese?
1: I'm in y'all folks custody for some shit I know I shouldn't have been doing. I, this this is the last place I'm finna sit here and try to rebel. Also,
0: oh, no. I'm th- not... Oh, my God. They could have put anything in there, though, Chance.
1: Again. <laughs> I'm in a situation <laughs> where I knew I should not have been doing what I was doing. Y'all caught me red-handed. The last thing I'm finna sit here and do is go back and forth with y'all folks. That's oh my goodness! Thing. Imagine if they the... put in
0: there. Yeah, I'm an axe murderer. I'm a major drug kingpin.
1: <laughs> oh shit! I'm like, well, shit! man. I shouldn't have been. I, I shouldn't have been smoking. I got accountability. I got to hold myself accountable at the end of the day. So it's like, hey, I got myself in this situation. Hell, this will come with it. Shit. Okay, I just got to take this shit to the chin. Football taught me that. I just got to take it to the chin. Of course, I can't read none of this shit. But y'all niggas, sorry. Okay, sign it, fingerprint, boom. All right, what's the next phase? What, like, what's happening after this? That's I'm looking for, okay, the long run. I, I, can't, I don't know what's going to come, what, how they finna going to do it, but I know I'm going to get out of here eventually. And I know the best way for me to get out of here is to cooperate. <laughs> I need to cooperate. I can't be here trying to book and be rebellious, and I, that's going to make it ten times worse. Especially getting locked up, uh, getting arrested for drugs in a communist country, they already look at drugs as if you just uh, the scum of the earth, so it's like nah it's just and I'm colored, and I got locks. It, 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 yes, sir, no sir, would you jump how high type, you know what I'm saying, I'm on that type of time like for sure, yeah, logically that's the most- that's the smartest thing to do in this situation
0: uh, I don't know about. <laughs> okay i've never been in that situation before yeah. but and i'm not a lawyer before i say yeah. this i want to make that really clear but, <laughs> uh, i've always known when you travel if you ever get into trouble don't sign anything that you can't understand because i can put hey, anything in
1: there man you're talking to a football player so
0: yeah
1: our type of training for football is similar to the military it's no if ands or buts just do the shit this what Coach and told us we got to do this. The sergeant told us we got to do this. We finna do this shit. We not... Damn, Sarge, why we got to... da 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 ain't no Ain't no... What the fuck? What do you... No. It's, that's, that, that's just the world I come from. So, I was like, shit, this is... Uh, sign right here? I bet. Fingerprint right here? I bet. What's next? Well, it, yeah. I, for sure, that's just where I come from. And it's it literally... With me just playing the shit, the, playing it the way that I played it, I ended up doing the shortest amount of time. Like, you, you'll you read within the story. I'm locked up with different people, locked up for various reasons. I did the shortest amount of time out of everybody. And ain't no, I have no clue what the hell was going on. <laughs> no clue. But I did the shortest amount of time. When it,
0: everything played out, I did the shortest amount of time. What was the – with that chair that they sat you in that looks – it looks similar to an, an electric chair, which is what mm-hmm. you described. It's yeah. your your um, yeah. wordage. Uh, w- was it rigged up to anything? Like if they knew that you were lying, or is it just that they strapped you in?
1: They just strapped me in. Is it rigged up to anything? I have no clue. This chair, okay. one like they brought this chair in? No, that chair was sitting in one spot. And they yeah. walked me to it. I'm looking at it crazy as hell. I'm looking at them like, y'all really want me to sit my ass down? He looked at yeah. me like, hell yeah, <laughs> sit your ass down. You said nothing but a word, boss. <laughs> strap me in. <laughs> strap me in. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, that's
0: terrifying. <laughs> like,
1: hey, man, play your finesse. Play the roles. It was like, hey, strap what, me
0: in. What were the conditions? Because you were there for 14 days. So what were the conditions in the cells, the holding cells?
1: So, and, and and I get that question a lot. And I already have an answer prepared for it. I was locked up 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm. It's uh 15 people. Including myself, to one cell, mm-hmm. we have nine wooden beds.
0: How big's the cell?
1: The cell is literally a, a a big rectangle. It ain't. You know what I'm saying? You walk in as all this. All of this is in the book, by the way. You walk in. Um. Immediately, you have probably a yard, maybe three feet, till you reach the bunks. That's where the beds are, and they're all wooden, and it's nine of them in total, and they're pretty wide. They're very wide. I say, almost the size of the twin size mattress, almost.
0: So, how big's the actual room? The room itself, like is, dimension.
1: like it's not. It's it's really not that big. It's a big rectangle. The beds fit in there. It's a little bit of space between the last bunk and the front door, The cell door. It's just so, a, like I said, literally a yard, and then you got the restroom that's a part of the cell. It's not. It's not a big space. It's not. So, it ain't like so, I'm in this humongous ass room. Nah. <laughs> okay. Nah. So I'm locked there are 24 so 50, days.
0: Fifteen people, fifteen men two in ones, there. And, and nine beds.
1: Nine wooden beds.
0: So and you're sharing.
1: Bed- oh yeah think about any time you had when you was a kid any sleepover or slumber party you had back in the day when it's hell of y'all or all your cousins or uh, family members we all just you know what i'm saying all your little cousins y'all just sleep on the floor just piled up imagine that with grown men
0: that you don't know
1: <laughs> imagine that. how were
0: you treated by the other cell Mates, given the fact oh, that you were, were, they all were they all Chinese nationals in there with you. My
1: very my first three days, I was the only English speaker, only just watch your foreigner tapping. Oh, yeah, I was the only English speaker, <laughs> only foreigner in my cell for the first three days. Okay. So, communication is non existent. I'm in here with 14 other Chinese men, I can't speak to none of which I can speak to. So, I'm in my head a lot. The first three days,
0: but were they um, they were respectful? They weren't mistreating me straight
1: yeah? They had it was a deep reverence. Yeah, it had a deep reverence for me, just because it's spirit and energy is alone. My spirit and energy alone, like energy is everything. We are nothing but energy, so it's like you can feel somebody's energy, and you're saying you can feel somebody's spirit to get a sense of it, just based on how they present themselves, how they going about anything. So I'm just this colored man in this cell with 14 other Chinese folks. And I'm well, just. Well, they've probably my...
0: only seen Hollywood. They're probably expecting you to, you know, oh, be yeah. from the yeah. hood. And oh, be yeah. This... <laughs> they,
1: they probably be, like, don't yeah. know what the... don't want to was, mess yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That part, too, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. They ain't, that's why I say it was, it was No pressure no smoke no animosity whatsoever they probably like gotta
0: gotta avoid it but they only probably seen the hollywood stereotype really they was
1: just intrigued because they am saying most of them may never really encounter a person of color like like i can actually sit here and talk to you at least try to like i can sit here and physically touch you you in my position like they've never even experienced that so yeah they really just cares okay i don't learned so much from the media about y'all now i have one in my face present are you really like that that's, that's really beautiful that
0: they had that curiosity
1: though <laughs> yeah
0: like, that's, that's beautiful it. yeah yeah that's
1: how chinese people is. they chinese people ain't not, ain't no other people in china but Ch- chinese people you got your mm. foreigners in the major major cities shanghai beijing hong kong okay that's where you're gonna see the foreigners at. you take your ass to bumfuck china the middle of nowhere china yeah. we guess what you're gonna see
0: Chinese people, I think. And
1: you from there, <laughs> this where you grew up, this where you, man. So you come across a person of color, this probably might be the first person you've ever seen. Yeah. In your life. Yeah. So it's just like, whoa. Damn, this is what y'all look like for real up close. Like, damn, this is how y'all, damn. Like, you just intrigued, you curious, you like, you don't, you don't know. That's really what the, that's the whole experience with me dealing yeah. with the other foreigners, I mean, the other Chinese people. Damn, like, okay. I really like this. I really like that. You know what I'm saying? They just you know, All the stereotypes they don't learn. They just want to see if it's actually true or not. Like, nah, bro. It was... <laughs> what,
0: yeah. well, what a great opportunity, though, to be an ambassador for America, you know, to teach them things outside of their country. You
1: feel? Hey, no, facts yeah. not, I was a great teacher. I, I, it was one day in the cell, one of my, because um, once I, after my, my fourth day, I, I was moved to a different cell. So now I'm in a cell with two other English speakers. So now I can communicate with people. And one, oh, of, in one of the days, um, one of the English speakers was like, hey, bro, you should, uh, you a teacher, right? Hey, you should teach some Chinese. I'm mean, going to teach some English lessons. I'm like, shit, are they up to it. I'll teach, I'll teach them something. We did a whole lesson in the cell. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> we did a whole lesson in the cell. I'm, How I'm did a, they know that you're a teacher? Well, just because I was, you know what I'm saying? Once I uh, talking with into the Ran into the other English speakers. Oh, one okay. of them was a Chinese-American. From you know what I'm saying, he's Chinese American from California, yep. but fluent in both languages. So he yeah. was, man, he was literally the centerpiece, the core of the wholesale.
0: He was a translation, Especially
1: connecting the foreigners to them. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. And it so it was like that's what, you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, you you're a y'all baby? He the one that's like, hey, you should uh teach some teach some English. I'm like, shit, well, we ain't got nothing else to do. We in this for twenty four hours. Like, shit, we can. We ain't got nothing else to do. Why not? Mm. <laughs> if somebody's down the line, I, I'm willing to teach. So, we had a whole lot. Le- it, 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 it was, the first three days was rough just because I'm the only English speaker in the cell. So, I'm to myself. I'm just all in my head. I'm at war with my reflections. That's chapter three of the book, War with My Reflections. Um, And after that fourth, you know, on that fourth day, that's when there was a shift. Now, I'm in the cell with en- other English speakers. I can communicate with, you know, I can communicate now. So, now, it, it's when it gets a little bit uh more harmonious. It just gets better, honestly. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't as bad as it was. It gets a little bit better. but um, And just learning about the different people. Now I can, now I can learn about the foreigners. I mean, the uh, actual Chinese people that's locked up here, what they get locked up for. What's they bad for? You know what I'm saying? All these, all these questions I was thinking of to myself, but I couldn't ask. Now I got the opportunity to ask. So now me and the Chinese people can actually type in with one another and fully... You know what I'm saying? And
0: you mentioned earlier that you were living with a housemate, like a roommate, yeah. in the apartment. Mm-hmm. What happened to them?
1: Hey, that's uh chapter seven. Chapter seven within the story. <laughs> that's chapter seven within the story.
0: Are chapter you gonna leave seven. me hanging, Charles? Not I'm not
1: right. gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, you know what I'm saying. They ended up getting him too, and I had no clue um i had no clue i'm i'm locked i'm in jail so it's like i had no clue what's going on in the outside was world. he
0: american as well
1: yep he's from new york from okay. new york so and that's chapter seven they load all the foreigners up throughout this jail because we finna meet, meet with the immigration dude mm. so i'm walking down the hall and it's another um, from the other side of the jail it's another line another group of foreigners so they load, you know what I'm saying? So we all huddled together. They loading us onto the uh the elevator to go down. So I get on the elevator. I'm one of the first ones to get on the elevator. I'm in the back of the elevator. I'm supposed posted up. And I'm just looking at all the, audience, you know what I'm saying? The foreigners coming onto the cell. And one of them in particular was my roommate. I'm just like, <laughs> it's just like, damn. And me and him just looking at each other, just like. I
0: can't this believe is- this.
1: And just this disbelief because it's like I had no clue what happened i of course y'all I was the first one to go missing, so y'all had no clue what happened to me, I had no clue what was going on in the outside world, you know what I'm saying, I know if you was gonna be straight i I had no clue, but I'm sitting here looking at you face to face right now, and it's just like, <laughs> like relief- we, we,
0: relief, we, I would imagine that that some yeah.
1: We're laughing like, but this shit crazy, bro. Like, no, nah, bro, this shit
0: crazy. <laughs> For real. Like,
1: damn. You how did you saying? get We're, out?
0: How did you get out after 14 days?
1: <clears throat> so when well, you reading this, like when y'all reading the story that um, every foreign, everybody has a sentence date, like you meet with, you know what I'm saying, the warden and he gives you how long, he tells you how long you're going to be there, all this, that, and the other. I was just one of the people that didn't get no information. I sat sat with the water and everything. He didn't tell me nothing. So I just, once my, my time came for me to go, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's chapter fourteen. <laughs> once that time came for me to go, it's it's crazy. I had a dream about it. I had a dream earlier within earlier in the book. You know what I'm saying about me waking up to the guards coming to come get me. So, day 14, exactly what I dreamt is what happened. Early in the morning, I'm talking about they ain't even got everybody up in the jail, the whole jail yet. I'm like, they supposed to open the door? They calling my name? I'm like, damn. What they want? What they want? Like, what they, What y'all calling me for? You know what I'm saying? At this point, I'm so over everything. I'm like, man, fuck all this shit, bro. I just, what y'all want, bro? <laughs> like, come on, look. They just doing like this. They just waiting for me to come to them. I'm like what, bro, what you talking about? And one of my partner, one of my foreigners, uh, I was locked up, and said, hey, bro, they grab, tell me to grab your bowl, bro. You finna go. I'm just like, oh, shit, nigga, this is, this is a dream I had. I'm like, damn, this is the exact dream I had. And I'm just so blown away with the epiphany that it's like, I'm moving, I'm in slow motion trying to grab my stuff. I'm just like, man, this is crazy. This is the exact dream dude. So they came and got me. And if, immediately as I, uh, we left the jail. They took me to the apartment to grab the rest of my stuff, and we went straight to the airport. And I was deported from the country. And all of this is within chapter fourteen, in much more detail.
0: What did you learn? I mean, hang on before we go into what you learned from the experience, perhaps articulate what it was like jumping onto that plane, like the feeling of <sighs> I'm getting out of this country. <laughs>
1: Like, that's how I write about it. <clears throat> the officer, the immigration dude come up to me with this camera uh, from the Republic of China. Um, you, from this point moving forward, you're banned from the country for the next five years. Da, 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 da. He just gave me this whole spill with this camera in my face. I'm like, after he got done saying what he said, I said, bro, you ain't got to worry about nothing else from me. Y'all ain't got to worry about me no more. There's no point. I got the full experience of this country, the good and bad. That, <laughs> There's no point of me coming. coming
0: back. Yeah.
1: yeah, you ain't got nothing to <laughs> worry about, bro. Straight up. And we walk into the gate. Get a lady, uh, you know what I'm saying? At the gate, our ticket. And me and my partner, we just we're walking proudly down the ramp to the uh, to the airplane, to the crowd. Just, just ain't looking back. None of. It. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. You no know, if, and, or about it. But it was still a lot of drama within just getting to that point. Like we get, to, it's so much drama. Chapter 14 is crazy. It is so much drama. It's like, bro, y'all got, to, y'all folks tripping. <laughs> did
0: your was, mom was, meet, did your mom meet you at the airport? Did she know you were coming back?
1: All <laughs> oh, this within the story as well. <laughs> um, I had no, so on my seventh day being incarcerated, I was able to, uh, make content. I was able to, yeah, took all the foreigners down to the, um, uh, this, the main floor allowed us to get our phones so we can make contact with our people back home to see who can buy us a plane ticket. So I spoke to her then. She told me when I spoke to her initially, she said, oh yeah, I got an email from the uh, from the embassy saying that you had got arrested and all that. Yeah, I'm on my way to uh to the airport right now as we speak. Yeah, your brother dropping me off at the airport as we speak. I'll be in China tomorrow. So I'm just like, damn. All right, well, you know what I'm saying, but. That shit ain't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I still had to sit. She was out there for a whole week just sitting, waiting on me to get out. And, you know what I'm saying? We, I get out. I'm just like, man, I ain't heard nothing from nobody since I that. After, you know what I'm saying? After I was able to get access to my phone that first time, it was quiet. It was quiet after that. It was no more contact to anybody. So, I had no clue. I'm like, okay, I know my mama in China because she told me. But I haven't heard nothing. I have no clue what the hell done happened. So, we get to my apartment. I walk in. That's the first person I see. She's sitting there on the couch. Ah, so I'm, just, I'm just a big ass smile on my face, She's like, "Damn, <laughs> you ain't gonna believe <laughs> the past two weeks. I bet you ain't gonna believe these past two weeks." And we, just, you know it was harmonious, very, very harmonious. And the, you know, since she drove with us to the airport and. We was on different flights, so once we got to the airport, that's when we went our separate ways, and we met back up here in America. You know what I'm saying? About fifteen hours later.
0: <laughs> did you get down on Did you get down on the ground and kiss the soil when you landed? <laughs> when you got out of the airport in America. Man.
1: <laughs> oh, first thing I did once I got to America was uh, get on the phone and call my girlfriend. At the time, I was Aww. in a two year long relationship. At the time, and hey, you'll read about it within the story. I speak of her fondly. I think of her a lot. But had no contact with her the entire fourteen days. Um, I was incarcerated, so that I'm like, shit. I'm in America. I'm. In, so that's the first person I'm calling. That's like literally that's the first person. That's the first thing I did. Call her and. That's what the romance novel is about. It picks up. Because a lot of people, ask, uh, mainly women, they're, man, well, okay, what happened with you and old girl? What happened with the relationship? You don't really speak about that. Yeah, it's so, because we're
0: nosy. That's why. So this uh, is your second book. That's your second book. You, you're yeah. actually writing a romance novel, which you're self-publishing, yep. and it's based yep. on this romance between you and your ex-girlfriend. It, yep,
1: at that point in time. It, it It's pretty much the whole story of us from start to finish, and then it definitely picks up because – Folks, real okay, what happened after 14 days? Because once you got back from China, a couple months passed, you weren't in a relationship no more. So, like, they yeah. really were like, What happened? So, it, it tells the backstory of me and her, and then it picks up all 14 days. And you know, what I'm saying, okay, i'm like I said, I landed in America, first person I'm calling is her. Yeah, that, you know, what I'm saying it literally picks up right after 14 days, so and tells the rest of that story till it finishes. But, um,
0: the 14 days in Beijing, you self published that as well, didn't you?
1: Yep. Did you do that? Self- Is
0: that you on the front cover? Yep. Look at you with your rig out.
1: Yep. <laughs> hey, yep. Because uh, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm like, oh yeah.
1: oh, yeah.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. Do you guys and call it rig
0: over there? We call abs like your rig. Like your, your chest and abs. That, yeah, I your rig. I can see
1: why I call it that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we just say abs <laughs> or core or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But literally.
0: Thought I'd had to translate that, Chance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, facts. Facts. But literally, like, you look at a cover. The jacket I have on, I had to get, I had to get that. That's literally the jacket we had. Like that was my uniform. You'll read about it in the story. I had to recreate it. And uh, I had a photographer, my boy Gabo, I grew up with him here in America, here in Atlanta. Um, He's a photographer. So I had him. We did a whole photo shoot just um, for the book, you know, just for the cover. Mm -hmm. So I had the jacket on, threw the handcuffs on and just, just multiple different shots. The whole photo shoot with just me in this attire. And then I just went through all the pictures. And I'm like, "Ooh, this that one, one right here. <laughs> this <laughs> one right here. This is it right here." So that's how we came about with the cover. The cover is very simple. It's like nothing but a photo shoot because it's like literally I recreated my mugshot, but what, a little bit more animated and dramatic.
0: What um What did you learn from the experience? Um, about man. yourself.
1: About myself. Um. Yeah.
0: 'Cause just obviously that. the other learning is don't do drugs in China. But
1: It <laughs> really and really just like bro, do your research before you go and take your ass anywhere. Do your research. Do your research. Find, research. Find out where you're going. <laughs> Learn as much as you can about them the people, the land, the you know what I'm saying, the rules. Learn yep. as much as you, educate yourself for sure. Um but by myself it's just, man, how high in my spirituality that I am. Like, you read the story, I'm very I'm a very spiritual person. I'm not religious. very spiritual into the universe and, you know what I'm saying, just worldly shit. So, I pray to my ancestors throughout the uh, story, you know what I'm saying, frequently. Um, So, just, you know what I'm saying, my spirituality grew. My patience grew tremendously because, of course, I'm just sitting, I have no clue, I ain't got no choice but to sit here and just wait so my patience increased tremendously. Um just and I know that I can handle situations. I can handle situations when shit hits the fan and shit gets real, I'm like, okay, for sure. I I'm grounded. I can, you know what I'm saying? I can I can move, I can work my one. Um and just and just how much of, you know what I'm saying, how important like just how much of an impact I have on people. You mm. can read that within the story, just like me being able to connect with the different cellmates and just build relationships and still, you know what I'm saying? We all in this fucked up predicament, but I'm still being the voice of reason. I'm being the, you know what I'm saying? The the, the person full with wisdom. I'm still, you know what I'm saying? Pouring into people still. My mm. situation is, I have no clue. Y'all know what y'all finna. Y'all know how long y'all supposed to be here. I have no clue, but here I am. I'm still just being me. This is how I've always been though. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, I just, I just got better just with, just who, how I am naturally, you know what I'm saying. Just not consider myself a masculine nurturer.
0: What made you write the book?
1: <laughs> so when I got back from China, I'm like, okay, this is a crazy story. I have no clue what I'm gonna do with the story, but I know I I want to do something with it. Um, me and my uh, my boy, we grew up together as well, from the same area. We both chop talk, uh, Native American. We both chop talk. Part of the Choctaw tribe, um, he was an author before we graduated high school in 2014. He was a public, he was a published, published author. So me, and him, always kept a good, great relationship. We both Sagittarius. I'm mean, the first day of Sagittarius. He's the last day. So we like this here. He was the one that was like, "Hey, bro, you should write about that shit." I'm like, "Shit, hmm. I could, I could write about it." No, I'm, like, I'm not opposed to that idea at all. I could. I'm like, just how to go about writing. I'm like, shit, I have no clue. So he went to my, he took my phone, he went to my notes section, and in my notes, he did like a like a five-part outline, it's like intro, leading, you know what I'm saying, the next scene, you know what I'm saying, just five, you know what I'm saying, conclusion, all just five brief, uh, five-part outline. And I just went in and started filling in. And then as I'm writing and writing and writing more, okay. Now I'm like I see I'm seeing how I can structure it. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be chapter one. This is gonna be you know what I'm saying. I'm
0: now I'm like, but, okay. Damn. But the whole the whole, <laughs> the whole uh, catalyst for you writing was just having a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. It, literally,
1: <laughs> I wouldn't. He was like, damn, you should. Write, he will, You should write about that shit, bro.
0: Damn, I could. And,
1: and I, that's I'm how just it's me, all- just me being me, spontaneous. Damn, I could. I could write about it. Damn, teacher, teacher brought in China. Hmm, I could do that. I'm just spontaneous. I'm like, okay, if I think I can do that shit, hmm, I could. I'm so try with shit. <laughs>
0: with that conviction in China, does that follow you to America? Do you nope. now have a conviction? Okay,
1: nope. you'll learn about that when you read. When uh, oh, sitting down with that's
0: a good thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh,
1: that's chapter. That's you'll read that within chapter ten. You will read that within chapter ten. Nah, that shit. People wouldn't wouldn't have known that shit happened to me if I didn't write about it.
0: So when's the next romance book coming out?
1: This fall. I haven't come up with a select date, a specific date yet, but it's sometime this fall.
0: So fall's fall. autumn.
1: Yeah. So autumn, what months yeah. <laughs> are that?
0: What months of that were reverse?
1: Um, That's our oh, spring. Oh, world. So sep- okay. t-
0: is that September, October?
1: Yeah, about September, October, November. Yeah, run at that, that time frame. Or so right, somewhere within that. I haven't decided what date specifically yet because – I'm very uh specific with my dates that I want to release on. Like I am like I said, I'm very spiritual. So uh, when I got locked up on April 4th, 4-4, that's the angel number. You know what I'm saying? So every time I dropped a book for 14 days, because originally I uh, released a story in a, a series of short stories. So it was a five-book series of short stories. And each date, okay, April 4-4, 2020, I dropped part one. Five, five, twenty, twenty. I drop part two. Eight, eight, August eight. I drop part. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, You know what I'm saying? So that's how I am with my numbers and just my release strategy. I like to release it on angelic numbers. So <laughs> I haven't it's come a, up with one yet, but
0: you'll, you'll, you'll let us all know. But oh, so yeah, the current basically. the current book is fourteen days in Beijing. Uh, the yep. second, the romance novel. Do we have a title?
1: I'm still deciphering. <laughs> I'm still deciphering. I haven't, I can, I got some ideas. I got a list for sure, but like, just as far as what's going to be the one, I haven't came up with that. Because 14 Days of Beijing, you was like, hmm. What? That title alone, you just hit 14 <laughs> Days of Beijing. I'm okay. Do you see the cover? You're like, oh, okay. Do you read the story? People are going to pick up
0: the cover just because you got your abs out. <laughs> that part too
1: <laughs> that part too that's why I'm like for the romance now, I gotta go even <laughs> crazy I gotta come completely shirtless I gotta, well, I gotta, well, I gotta come out of all of this you're gonna
0: get all hot hot and bothered hot and bothered hot and bothered <laughs> oh that's funny how can hot people follow do you, what are your socials Chance?
1: so literally um go to google and type in either chancellor k jackson Or Chancellor Jackson, or 14 Days in Beijing. Just Google me. Everything you need will pop up.
0: Okay. And I
1: say that, and I mean that in the most humblest way. (laughs) I swear I do. I swear I do. It's it 14 days. I'll pop up. You'll see. Me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Perfect. <How> you, <laughs> Thanks so doing? much, Chance, for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Please jump out. Um, 14 Days in Beijing is currently available on Amazon, so you can go on and jump on and, yep. and uh, get that and uh, Google Chance and find out where oh, to follow yeah. him and all the other socials.
1: And I got a free version available of 14 Days in Beijing, which is pretty much the three chapters of the, book of the entire story. It's on oh, Amazon wow. as well. And you'll be able, y'all just Google me, you'll you'll see it, it'll pop right up.
0: (laughs) Cheers, champs! Thanks for coming on. I
1: appreciate you, Queen, for sure.
0: Thanks for taking a moment to listen everyone we hope this episode inspired you as much as it did us if you know somebody who also needs a little inspiration then please share this podcast with them also don't forget to subscribe on your fave podcast app and rate and review us because that helps inspire us to keep making them